Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is a result, of course, of the failed border policies and the fact that the federal government has not taken any type of uh, action or have a strategy in place to help stop what's happening right now, the situation, not only with the mass you know, migration, but also with human smuggling cases. And this is a result of that. And that's why Texas has to step in again, once again, to help do something about the situation right now. That's Lieutenant Chris Olivares of the Texas Border Patrol that is doing what the federal government uh, refuses to do or won't do in a serious way, and that's control the southern border, specifically uh, the Texas border. You know, we could talk about the immigration insanity every single day. I mean, there's always another aspect of it to discuss. The incredible expense, the flouting of laws, the federal government refusing to do its job, and, and there's been no accountability for it. But there's a certain sameness, you know? Well, yeah, There's. It, it's hard for me to grasp how important this is to people it ought to be important it's hugely important and polls show it's a top three issue 
with the economy and inflation, which I kind of see as the same thing, and and immigration's right up there, but I don't get the sense of it. Certainly the news coverage doesn't reflect it being a top three issue. It ought to be. It's as bad as it's ever been in our lives, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the numbers are undeniable. You know, I just think it's one of those unfortunate coincidences where there are forces in the Democratic Party, in the Republican Party, and in the mainstream media that all would prefer we don't talk about this at all. Uh, a slight aside on the border, which is one weird thing. So they're still going to end that Rule 42 where you could turn back people because of COVID. They're going to end that because COVID's no longer a thing. California shares a border with Mexico. California is still in a state of emergency over COVID, giving the governor special powers. So how does the how does the state be in a state of emergency, but the federal government says COVID is not an emergency, so people can now come in? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've established a psychic connection with Gavin Newsom, the, the governor of California. He will speak through me. He is my spirit guide. I am Gavin Newsom. In answer to your question... Flaming hypocrisy is how we're going to pull it off. Utter inconsistency. Thanks for asking. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go for an early dinner in Napa Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I've emerged from the trance. It was terrible. It was sickening. It was an early dinner. (laughs) We had an early dinner. (laughs) There you go. So this is at least amusing whether it will do any good i do not know but it feels good texas has dispatched buses to the southern border to retrieve illegal immigrants after greg abbott the governor said that he planned to send those released in his state to the u.s capitol in washington dc federal government's going to turn all these people loose on texas and tell us yeah take care of them or ship them somewhere we don't really care uh yeah okay you're getting them And indeed, this week, Texas Division of Emergency Management has dispatched an unspecified number of buses to small Texas communities that are overwhelmed by an influx of migrants placed there by the federal government. The federal government is also just shipping these people all over the country, wherever they say they want to go. Not clear who's paying for the tickets or whatever, but somebody says, yeah, I got an uncle in Chicago. Well, I'll get on that bus. We're all going to Chicago at the uh, taxpayer's expense or somebody's expense. And then Um, hardly any attention being paid to them after that. Oh, right. No, they're told, hey, show up for a hearing if you want. Call us if, uh, reach out to ICE when you get to your city. And, you know, if you feel like it, maybe we'll have you do some paperwork or something. There is complete impunity for coming across the border illegally. Well, what does the Biden administration say to Greg Abbott's at least amusingly snarky uh, shipping of immigrants to Washington, D.C.? Jen Psaki dismissed the recently announced plan, quote, I think it's pretty clear that this is a publicity stunt. I know that the governor of Texas uh, or, or any state does not have the legal authority to compel anyone to get on a bus. Well, he's not compelling anybody to get on a bus. He's saying, hey, you're, there's no food or, or shelter or anything in this tiny little Texas town. Uh, we got a great email that reminds me from somebody who lives in Brownsville, Texas. Let me dig that mm-hmm. out. Um First time I was ever to Mexico, we crossed over in Brownsville. Different More time. More story, or just <laughs> well, it was a different time. It was a, it was yeah. it was not a scary town, and it wasn't a scary town on either side of the border, and it was kind of nice. Uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jen Pasaki continued. His own office admits that a migrant would need to be voluntarily transported, and he can't compel them to because, again, here's where it gets rich, folks. You're going to love this. 
again, enforcement of our country's immigration laws lies with the federal government and not a state. All right. That sort of talk really makes me tired. Oh, it makes me freaking angry. Yeah, it's it is so frustrating. We're not going to do anything about this disaster, and you're not allowed to because it's our responsibility. Is that a turf thing, or is that a trying to keep the borders open thing? I think it's the second. I mean, if it were a turf thing, the answer would be so clear. Everybody would get together and say, oh, oh, enforcing the border, because if you don't, it causes enormous expense and crime and and, and anguish and the rest in all these border communities. Oh, okay, we'll step up and do our jobs. Um, uh, Governor Abbott added, with the end of Title 42 expulsions looming next month, Texas will immediately begin taking unprecedented action to do what no state has done in American history to secure our border. The new strategies announced today and next week will further strengthen our already robust response to the Biden border disaster, and we will use any and all lawful powers to curtail the flow of drugs, human traffickers, illegal immigrants, weapons, and other contraband into Texas. You go, Greg. I agree with that. Biden border disaster, Putin price hike. I wish we'd get away from this need to do these sorts of things, but if it works, it works, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this, and and this, you know, in terms of global, uh, or, or I should say cable news shouting and, and, you know, touting this issue or that issue, this seems kind of small and kind of local, but you need to picture it in your town. I mean, specifically where you are, where you work, where you live, where your kids go to school. It's a note from, uh, we'll say, uh, Alien Anonymous from Brownsville, Texas. Um, uh, who, who lives there? I'm on the Main Street Advisory Board, which governs our beautiful historic downtown area. Downtown Brownsville has become, uh, has some of the most rich history you'll find in Texas. However, history has not been kind to it. We're, we are, however, making an economic comeback through the avenues of nightlife, some daytime attractions. Our downtown area suffered from a terrible lack of parking. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they, uh, she kind of skips ahead, but so they, they dealt with that. They've got a beautiful parking garage so people can come and enjoy downtown Brownsville again, and it's really revitalized downtown. Well, the federal government has commandeered it um, and is using it as a staging area. Not only are they allowing people to cross the border, not through proper proper channels, but they're destroying the commerce downtown that our city has fought tooth and nail to achieve. Who knows what kind of economic damage is being done at other border cities? The consensus among my circles is that immigrants should come through proper channels, et cetera, et cetera. So they finally get their downtown going, and now the federal government has commandeered the parking garage, and businesses can't use it anymore. That's just beautiful. So it's beyond, we're not going to do it, and we're not going to let you do it. We're going to screw you. You and you're going to take it because we're the federal government. Fantastic. Wow. That is just maddening. I, I wish, uh, you know, call your congressperson, call your senator, write them an email. Uh, that's, uh, you know, there's, it's not real satisfying, but we've got to hammer them. I don't know what else to suggest. Vote. Be sure to vote. Uh, got a fake DEA agent. Who got busted trying to get a discount at Wendy's. <laughs> He'd been doing the whole fake DEA agent thing for a while, but he decided, you know what? I get a little couple percent off my uh, square hamburger with cheese here if I show him my DEA card. And that's how he got caught. Dude, if you're going to impersonate an officer and whatever things you're going to try to accomplish by being a fake DEA agent, get drugs, pull chicks, whatever it is. 
don't use your badge to get the discount at Wendy's. Try to keep it on the down low a little more than that. Well, the sort of moron that would decide that's a good idea in the first place is the sort of moron who would try to get a buck off their Wendy's meal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, fake cop. How much are you saving? Oh, boy. People are dumb. So I want to get to this at some point this hour. Mick Mulvaney, who is Trump's chief of staff and knows Donald Trump about as well as anybody, predicts who the greatest threats to Trump are if Trump runs, and one of them will shock you. Also, uh, National Review out with a pretty rough piece about the president calling it a genocide. Then the Pentagon pulls back on the helicopters later that day. Is it a genocide or not? Are we committed to helping the Ukrainians or not? Which is a pretty good question. Among other things we got to talk about. I hope you can. Oh, I had another good one. I want to. What was I going to mention? Did you? Did you oh. really? Oh, oh, we have tape of a teacher, another teacher teaching uh, the little kids all about transgender, this oh. and that. Unbelievable. Just fantastic. And some more funny Gilbert Gottfried as he died yesterday. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Valerie going for a five square win here. Where are you going? Gilbert Gottfried wow, for the win. Surprise. Okay. <laughs> Gilbert, in a, in a poll, 94% of Hungarians compared to only 46% of Americans said doing this was necessary to feel fulfilled. Doing what? Seeing Wayne Newton live. <laughs> Um, having a child. I disagree. (laughs) You fool! (laughs) Having a child is correct, (laughs) You fool! Gilbert Godfrey died, and Bob Saget died, and Norm MacDonald died, and they're all friends. Is that a little weird? Maybe it's just all comedians are friends. Yes, I guess. They're around the same age, so maybe that's just the yeah, thing. They're famous of them, comedians of the same age. So. Yeah, but they're all kind of youngish. Yeah. Do you know who Mick Mulvaney is? He was Trump's chief of staff. Interesting guy, too, if you've ever seen him, him interviewed. Super smart. Um, but he did an interview with Playbook for Politico, handicapping the 2024 GOP primary field, which we're going to be hearing a lot about the 2024 presidential election, roughly the day after the November elections. And people will start jumping in very soon after that. Actual candidates for president. God help us. God help us. Right. And when's the first Democrat jump in? Do you hold back waiting to see what happens with the old man? Or do people start jumping in? That'd be ridiculous. You can't you can't declare you're running for president as a Democrat while Joe Biden's still there saying, hey, I got another term left. Can you? But everybody knows he's not running. Everybody knows he's senile. Anyway, Mick Mulvaney handicapping the 2024 GOP primary field says Governor Ron DeSantis could give Trump a run for his money if Trump decides to run. Uh Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina, can give Trump a run for his money. This is the one that made the news, though. Dwayne The Rock Johnson will give him a run for his money, Mulvaney said. (laughs) 
Johnson has flirted with bids, kind of. It's hard to ever say if somebody like that's flirting with a bid or just promoting their new movie that's out. And, you know, it's always hard to say. Uh, but Mick Mulvaney said, I would consider a presidential run in the future. Oh, no, no, sorry. Dwayne Johnson said that. Mick Mulvaney said about Johnson running. There's one other person who could beat him and which is him, which is himself. Donald Trump is sometimes his own worst enemy when it comes to campaigning. I think Mick Mulvaney might know that better than anybody on earth other than Donald Trump himself, that Trump is often his own worst enemy. Um, I would consider a presidential run by Johnson to be for real, not flippant in any way with this answer, says Mick Mulvaney. So I don't know. That would be a full-on idiocracy, right? Because in idiocracy, the movie about a future America where we're all really, really dumb, uh, a, a professional wrestler is the president. So that would be completely coming true at that point. Yeah, and with all due respect to the Ukrainian uh, comedian satirist who's performed in such a lovely fashion in the midst of his cataclysm, I'm not sure I want brawny movie stars in charge. Who, who, when they poll, because it shows there that uh, The Rock polls fairly well. Based on what? Because he's really well known and has a nice smile and seems great in all those kids' movies that you watch on Friday night with your kids? Which is nice. He seems like a nice enough guy. But the whole idea of your famous and pleasant being enough is just weird. Well, I think that reflects how we feel about our politicians. They don't seem to distinguish themselves really in any way, except being pleasant and smiling and make nice, uh, making nice speeches. I guess. I don't know. I find that disturbing. Yo, hell yeah, it's disturbing. Speaking of our current president, maybe you went to bed like I did, hearing the news that we're about to give the Ukrainians a whole bunch of these super modern high-tech attack helicopters, which sound awesome as the Russians are lining up for a big, brutal push that's supposed to be more deadly than anything we've seen so far, and that's hard to even wrap your head around, then woke up today to find out the Pentagon saying, no, we're not going to give them the helicopters, which is very troubling. Jim Garrity writing in the National Review, Biden's policies don't match his rhetoric on Putin's genocide. Yeah, it was just yesterday Biden said it's a genocide that is going on, and they didn't walk that back. That wasn't one of Biden's mouth got out of his brain, wished he hadn't said that things, and he meant that. They're committing genocide, but then we aren't going to give them helicopters? Biden's policies don't match his rhetoric on Putin's genocide. Stupid policy announced by a stupid man who's surrounded by stupid advisors, says the National Review. That's a little dismissive. That's fairly plain spoken. Stupid policy by a stupid man surrounded by stupid advisors. And they're talking about your Jake Sullivan's. Your A. Blinkens. Right, right. Who on his foreign policy team impresses you? Kamala? Oof. Well, that, Oof. Was, that was not cool. That was not cool. You almost knocked me down. <laughs> you know, we need to play. It's uh, from a former, rapidly uh, seeming like non-ally, Saudi Arabia, their big comedy show. Who knew they had a big comedy show? 
making fun of Biden and Harris, it is uh, a, a, a unfiltered contempt. Sec Def Austin's a pretty impressive guy. I think they're trying to keep him out of it so it doesn't look like the United States is at war with Russia, and I get that. But he doesn't have anybody else on his security team that gives you any confidence. They all seem very technocrat, weak. Ah, I just get no good feelings from them. Yeah, they're gutless academics, in short. Exactly. Well, stupid advisors giving a stupid man stupid policies, according to the (laughs) National Review. Well, give him points for consistency, anyway. (laughs) Oh, we got a lot more on the way. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week. I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, But sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, When the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a first-grade teacher. I would be... I would not let my kid go back to school. My young kid, I would be so mad. You've just taken little kids who don't understand the world, don't understand anything, and put a thought in their head that they don't need. They just don't need that. Little six, seven, maybe eight-year-old sitting there utterly, completely befuddled by what this extremist is trying to put into their heads, indoctrinate them. It is just so sick and so weird. That's from the uh, libs of TikTok uh Twitter account, just unfreaking believable. And anyway. and us saying that is not the same as the don't say gay ban. You can't have any conversations in the state of Florida about being gay. That's different than don't teach freaking six-year-olds. They might be actually a girl. That's just crazy. Oh, you know, it reminds me, there are statistics out that the state of California, the school enrollment, the student enrollment numbers for public schools is uh, dipped below 6 million for the first time in, in many, many, many years. And they're not sure where all the kids have gone or, you know, some private schools, some charter schools, some have left the state. But uh, enrollment in public schools is plunging and not not shockingly, really. Anyway, uh, speaking of raising kids, I thought this was really interesting. I haven't had time to really dig deep into the particulars of it, but I like the feel, I think, um, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida signed a bill the other day uh, dealing with what they're calling a fatherhood crisis in Florida. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is somebody actually saying out loud that it's lack of fathers in young men's lives, especially, that uh, are the number one contributor to a life of crime? Because it is. It's undeniable. That ought to be as well known as the sun rises in the east. Lack of a father in the home vastly increases the chances of incarceration, dropping out of high school, producing another child out of wedlock, etc. 
So there is a fatherhood crisis. Ron DeSantis signed a bill that will provide about $70 million to bolster programs aimed at equipping dads with parenting resources, helping foster youth, uh, some of the particulars. It'll be geared toward providing information on effective parenting, include a media campaign. Uh, About 32.6 million of the 70 million will go toward funded grants aimed at assisting fathers. The grants will be targeted at issues such as helping fathers find employment, manage child support obligations, and transition from a period of incarceration. Uh, The measure also accompanies funding in the state budget for grants that provide evidence-based parenting education specifically for fathers. Interesting. Uh, Again, the particulars of what they're trying to do, I can't vouch for, but I like the statement they made about how important it is to have a father involved in a child's upbringing um, and and the problems that are caused, uh, including suicide, for that matter. Um, I didn't list that uh, when the parent is when the father isn't involved. I'm a little uncool with the term father. How about sperm producing humans? I'm not a Teach biologist. Teach your, your first grader. Right? I'm, I'm yeah, not a exactly. biologist. How would I know this? We have some breaking news. Well, first, this breaking news. I just ate a donut. Why did I eat a donut? Because they showed up. Was I planning hmm. on eating a donut? No, as a matter of fact, having a particularly unkind conversation with the scale this morning, <laughs> I redoubled my dedication to an extraordinarily vigilant day of eating. How long did that last? <laughs> Couple hours. By the standards of what? A hungry bear? Well, it worked until a donut showed up in front of me. Man, my will uh, is so weak. It's tissue thin. Tissue thin. Anyway, this is actual breaking news. How many donuts left out there, Alec? Enough for me to go back for more? Uh, oh, yeah. There oh, there's plenty. I'm going to put on a hat and a fake mustache and go back out there and get another donut so nobody knows it's me. <laughs> so sad. This is uh, the CDC has just extended the travel mask mandate for another two weeks. To monitor the uptick in COVID-19 cases. So two more weeks at least of wearing masks on planes. Coronavirus! You know, I was thinking of doing a COVID update. Just because there are so many clickbaity headlines around, I just thought maybe we could let people know what's actually happening. What's actually happening is, you know, there is an uptick in cases in the Northeast, but there's no uptick in hospitalizations or deaths. It appears that this thing is getting weaker and weaker as a threat to anybody's life. The planes themselves, the airlines themselves, are saying, come on, drop the mask mandate. People hate it. We're the safest air you can breathe in planes. It's been documented. What are you doing? But nope, it's going to continue. Just awesome. Uh, So we have audio from that crazy shooter in the subway in New York from his YouTube videos. We could play a little bit of that at some point. Right, plus I promised we'd play that uh, Saudi Arabian comedy sketch mocking Biden. If I can get the donut vacuum to, to, to maintain his silence for a minute, we'll get to that. Uh, after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, recently named by U.S. News, PC Magazine, and Popular Science, the best home security you can buy. The best. Well, the best must cost a lot, but it doesn't. Simply Safe is less than a dollar a day. You set it up yourself in around 30 minutes. Super simple to use. It's got sensors and cameras, including the all-new wireless outdoor security camera that you can put wherever you want so you catch the serial front yard pooper or the person who steals your newspaper or whoever's in the backyard or whatever you want to do with your camera. Yeah, somebody shows up at your front door, it will alert you no matter where you are. I love that. Simply Safe Home Security, no long-term contract. Try it for 60 days, risk-free to see if you like it. If you don't, send it back free of charge. It's a great system. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash armstrong. 
Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. One more time, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I declared the Maple Bar the world's best donut. Our executive producer, Hanson, strongly disagreed. So uh, we can't speak anymore. We're no longer on speaking terms. Well, I know which side I'm choosing is the Maple Bar is a child's donut. Oh, that really? That is not a real donut. <laughs> really? Please. That's a child's donut? A child? Un- unsophisticated. It's the donut of the man who will only order sweet and sour pork when he gets Chinese food. What's a grown-up donut? Oh, there are a number of varieties. The the cake donut, for instance, delicious with a cup of coffee, uh, middle uh, middle <laughs> middle finger extended, I mean, little little <laughs> finger extended, <laughs> middle finger extended is what I'm doing to Jack right now, making so fun of his donut choice. Are all raised donuts child's donuts and cake donuts are grown up donuts? I didn't realize that. Well, the 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 bar in particular shows a childlike lack of restraint. Uh, you were a child. Sized. Exactly. A regular size donut is not enough for the donut vacuum who insists on having half an acre of donut <laughs> in front of them, calling it a bar. Anyway, uh, a crazy subway guy coming up. This is long a John. Very, very common to call it a long John, depending on yes. what part of the country you live in. Indeed, depending yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes, and and, and all, uh, this is the big tent show. You're all welcome here. So you're saying uh, other countries are making fun of our president? Yeah, I know. It's shocking, isn't it? This is in Saudi Arabia, which is uh, gone from a kind of an ally to a frenemy to increasingly, uh, I'm not sure what they are, but it ain't a friend. The only visual you need to understand is Joe Biden, the Joe Biden character in this, is a doddering fool who keeps falling asleep and wandering off. And every time he hesitates, he's prompted by the very nasty looking dude in drag portraying Kamala Harris. Uh, Michael, do you have that handy? Thank you very much. Today, we're going to talk about the crisis in Spain. Yeah, we're going to talk about the crisis in Africa. Yeah, Russia. Yeah, Russia. And I want to talk about the president of Russia, Putin. Yeah, Putin. Putin, listen to me. I have a very important message to you. The message is... And the president of China, oh, I didn't finish Russia. Thank you to correct me, first lady. Thank you very much. God bless you. And God bless. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all. Hallelujah. Clap to your president. Clap to your president right now. That was uh, the vice president yelling, clap for your president right now. Mm. Yeah. So it's Just like in case you were hoping nobody'd notice. <laughs> so like they're Saturday Night Live in Saudi Arabia, where they cut off your hands if your sketch goes too long. Uh, making fun of our president and vice president. Not cool. Uh, do we have camel time? hosts their weekend update? Did you know that? Talking camel. <laughs> um. The guy who shot up the subway in New York. They know who he is. They got his name. It's a. Uh, Older black guy named Frank James, and uh, he's been doing YouTube videos for a while, ranting and raving about a variety of things. Let's hear a little bit from him. Either one, Michael. And I tell the American Negro this, I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. You want to make up some f- 
story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb shit. They don't see it that way. They hate your guts. And why do they hate your guts? Because they know that your rightful place is as a slave in this country. They know that. You're the only one that doesn't realize that. So I don't know whether to take this as this is the sort of thing you're going to get as you continue to say at the highest levels that we're a white supremacist country and Jim Crow on steroids and all that sort of stuff, or if it's just one crazy person and it doesn't have any meaning whatsoever. Well, I realize this is a bit of a tired tack, but it's worth uh, mentioning that if the uh, rhetoric were the other way, if the roles were reversed, it would be the entire narrative all day long. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And great pronouncements, broad strokes, pronouncements made about racism. Laws passed and measures considered and the rest of it, no matter the guy's history of mental illness. And this guy has a considerable history. But, yeah, it is worth mentioning, as you did, that if you constantly feed a populace this crazy, ugly, racist uh, idea that this country was founded on racism, continues to be racism, black people don't have a chance in, in spite of just overwhelming mountainous data that says otherwise, what do you think the crazy people of the world are going to think? Speaking of ethnic backgrounds, did you see this chart that came out last week of median household incomes broken down by your ethnic background? Uh, Whites are way down the list behind a whole bunch of people. It's pretty interesting if you're going to claim we're a racist country. Boy, if we're white supremacists, we're bad at it. We're not very good at it. Stay tuned for that and other stuff on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Gilbert Godfrey for the yeah. win! For the win! Yes. Steve Austin. Steve Austin is a big, bad, professional wrestler fully known as... Tubby! (laughs) No, I know this one! Because I used to wrestle with Steve Austin. (laughs) The Crusher. The Crusher. I'll agree. You fool! Stone Cold! Stone Stone Cold! Cold. Steve Austin! You fool! (laughs) Gilbert Gottfried died yesterday. That's why we were playing that. Is the Loch Ness Monster actually a whale penis? According to a professor, we'll have that in detail. <laughs> Did not see that coming for you coming up. Like Ooh. disembodied swimming around? Latest on Ukraine, we'll get to probably an hour four of the Armstrong and Getty show. Things are about to turn ugly there. It's hard to even say that with a straight face. What does that even mean compared to the last seven weeks? Ugh. So somebody, uh, I guess this came out of the U.S. Census Bureau data, breaking down median household income by your ethnicity, race, background, whatever box people checked, all right? And who's at the very top with the highest median household income at over $100,000 a year? Indian Americans. I'll bet if I'd have given you a couple of guesses, you'd have come up with the right answer. Mm Mm-hmm. They break it down, they slice it fairly thin, and whites are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, ninth. Oh. Whites are ninth. 
barely in the top ten. We didn't even meddle. And the uh, median household income for white Americans is fifty nine thousand dollars. So number one is over a hundred thousand. Whites fifty nine thousand dollars. That's quite a drop off from the top tier. So let's do it in order from top down to whites to start with. Indian Americans, then Filipino Americans, Taiwanese Americans, hmm. Sri Lankan Americans, Japanese Americans, Malaysian Americans, Chinese Americans, and then Pakistani Americans, all ahead of whites. What do, what do we notice in uh, in common with all those? Well, you could throw a blanket over them if you're looking at a uh, large map. It's all uh, Asian, Southeast Asian. And what do you attribute that to? Racism? Exactly. White supremacy. That's the only answer to any question. Pro, Why do you even ask? Pro-Asian racism? The legacy of uh, slavery. No, it's uh, because they have a culture where work is considered the highest uh, you know, moral value, hard work, uh, that sort of thing, to the exclusion of things that I might think make worth living, make life worth living. But, you know, they're allowed to live the life they choose, too. So then you got white Americans kind of there in the middle. Then now let's go below white Americans. Korean Americans, which is kind of interesting because they uh, have a heck of a culture of striving in uh, South Korea. Although it depends on how many generations you've been here. Lots of studies have shown that you get to that next generation, they they settle right into good old comfortable been here forever Americans of just kind of half assing it. <laughs> yeah, I think they it's generally agreed on that by the third generation there's no difference whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Which is great from a melting point standpoint, but not so great when you're, you know, uh, absorbing less of a work ethic, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korean Americans, Indonesian Americans, the average American is at 56,000. Then Thai Americans, Bangladeshi Americans, Nepali Americans, Hispanic at 43, and at the very bottom, African Americans, $35,000 a year. Median household income in the United States. Hmm. I well, I would love to see next to it on a graph um, intact families. Uh, you know, dad in the household, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all that sort of stuff. Right. Grew up hearing that education was important. For instance, you know, I've said this many times, and uh, I will say it again. We we are encouraged to just trumpet, to shout about the various wonderful aspects of this culture or that culture and just moon over it and fetishize it and, and, and pretend that we're just enthralled by it. But then when it comes time to say, on the other hand, one aspect of X culture, you know, suburban white people, for instance. On the other hand, uh, one aspect of that culture is kind of negative, and it's this. You're not allowed to say that about anybody except white people. And, you know, generalizing uh, about people is is inaccurate at best anyway. It's just funny how one-sided it is. Percentage of population with a bachelor's degree, the U.S. average is 28%. 28% of people have a bachelor's degree, but you break it down at the very top. Once again, Indian Americans, 70% of Indian Americans have at least a bachelor's degree. Uh, then Korean Americans at fifty three, Chinese Americans, Filipino Americans, Japanese Americans. The uh, the the various Asian groups doing very well, according to our census data. Do with that information what you will. Now I how have. Are, s- how are they at Call of Duty? Can they get good pot? 
Now, yeah. I have seen this very same data used on an MSNBC show where they only talked about white and black, and they just pointed out, look, look, white Americans make roughly double what African Americans make, leaving out everything else on the chart. And that's true. It's accurate. And then, you know, getting into the whole systemic racism conversation and all that sort of stuff. But if you have all the other groups in there, you start to think, well, okay, why is that group ahead of that group? Why is that group ahead of that group? And you got to start to look into some behavior, don't you? Oh, that's uncomfortable. Uh, Speaking of uncomfortable, next hour, uh, we're going to talk about the outcomes states and their policies had on COVID deaths, education, commerce, that sort of thing. If you don't get the next hour, grab it via podcast later, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.